Panthers Radio, in association with Cyanomics, got the Panthers post-game podcast. We'll be joined by Dan Green and Ken Feast in a the moment. They're more interested in chatting to other people than us. But John O'Bullard is Always. here. At TSGG is here as well, otherwise known as Chris Gatsby from the BBC. Uh, where do I go first? The goalie. Yeah, come on. You know, you're the one who knows what we're talking about. You know, we just pretend. How big is you know how big is that for Alex Debeau to, to get that shot out? It's awesome. He's been. We were talking about in the commentary. You know, for the last week, he's basically been unbeatable. You know, in every game, letting in two goals or fewer. And um, yeah, if there was a, not that one late yesterday, he would have had quite some streak going on at the moment. So he's been great. I think team defense. We're not giving up the chances we were. You know, we're a lot more solid at the back. Guys are blocking shots, doing everything right defensively. But you know, when eventually it does kind of break down, he's been there every time, and he, he's been amazing. Bringing Jono now, Jono, how different a team is this that you're commentating on now from a few weeks ago? Oh, massively different. Dan and myself were talking about it when we was coming down from the commentary position about how how different this team looks, how much more solid, defensively very, very sound. And you look at the likes of the point scorers over the past few games, Brett Willishka, David Levin, Mike Hammond, Adam Brady. Only Hammond scored points out of that group tonight, but then others came in. So Puffer got, was outstanding I tonight. Thought, I, Puffer and Anderson, I thought, had, had great games tonight. Uh, and that's what's needed. You need that secondary scoring. Everybody seems to be contributing, and, and it is. It's a, it's a completely different team to what it was maybe even a month ago. Ken, how did you enjoy the, uh, the juxtaposition of a pre-game build-up with a, a World Cup final on the screen? It was interesting. It was a bit different, wasn't it? And I think there's a few who are like, what if, what if this goes to overtime and then penalties? And, and then we just look, we made the decision at the end of the day, watch the penalty shoot out. That was always a plan from the start was to, to make sure that those who wanted to watch the World Cup final and watch the Panthers weren't going to get disadvantaged. So even if it was people that came in and when the doors opened at two o'clock to watch the game, there were a few fans that did that or ones that maybe went, you know, we'll leave, we'll leave now, we'll you know, catch, catch a bit down at the, uh, at the rink. They were able to do that. And what a World Cup final it was with, with Messi uh, picking up his, uh, his, his World Cup trophy. Some people saying the greatest of all time now, I don't know. Mm. I mean, he is good. Uh, Chris Gadsby, uh, what was I going to say to you? The Corey Nielsen effect, that, that, it, it's showing now, isn't it? I believe it is, yeah. I mean, that is, since Corey Nielsen's turned up, it's been five wins out of nine games. If you take out, and I know it's kind of skewing the stats slightly, but if you take out that first weekend where he only had one training session, it's five wins out of seven of, under Corey Nielsen. It's four straight wins. It's a four-point weekend. And as John has said, it looks night and day, the, the side now. They just seem to be playing with so much freedom. They're moving the puck around quickly. And five tonight just couldn't deal with it. And it hadn't been for Shane Owen in net. You could have seen eight, nine, ten goals. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, I think we're going to show a bit of love for, for Sophie. Uh, Sophie might come over and have a quick word with us. We talked a lot on social media about... Um, Hopkins and, and Hazeldine doing great for GB. And, and didn't they just? Hazeldine as an alternate captain getting a goal against Croatia. Jack Hopkins getting 11 points as a tournament leader. But Sophie out there smashing it on the media. Sophie, how much, how much fun did you have in, in Lithuania? Lots of fun. The boys were great. They, uh, they were up for anything, doing some fun videos. And, of course, Jack and Artie put up some numbers, so that's good. Yeah, they absolutely did. Jono, how, how much do you think, you know, you followed their careers very closely. I don't think anyone around here is shocked that Archie and, and, and Jack were, were two of the leading players. Yeah, uh, Jack was the 
leading point scorer in the tournament, which I don't think surprises anybody, to, to be fair. I think he was a plus eight on the plus minus as well. Uh, just a, an astonishing performance from Jack. Archie looking incredibly solid in defence as well on the games that I saw. Two quality young players who have got great futures ahead of them. Greener, a run of games now. I think it sounds like they're going to have a few days off, but then they've got Brayhead, or Glasgow on the 23rd, then played 26th, 27th Sheffield. New Year against Coventry, two games over New Year. It's probably coming at a great time, isn't it, because of the momentum? It's a perfect time. Again, me and Jono were saying that if you were any other team in the league, I think you would be dreading playing the Panthers at the moment. You know, like you said, the uh, the Corey effects coming in, we're playing well, scoring lots of goals, not conceding many. And, you know, I think playing back-to-back Sheffield and, and Coventry, you know, a month ago would have been a nightmare. But I think now, you know, you would like to think at home on Friday, good, good, good result against Glasgow and then four massive games over sort of a 10-game span. So I think it's come at a great time. Ken, I've been asking the players, I think it was Alex Debo I mentioned to about how much does he look forward to playing lots of games in a row. Is this the DJ's favourite time? You've got a lot of work, some packed crowds. Are you excited about it? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Oh! <laughs> I have to say, yeah, no, I, you know, just to echo what Dan said, looking forward to coming into this, you know, the, 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 the Panthers' Christmas period is, is always one that I think people look at sometimes with um, mixed jeopardy but I think you know to come in strong is is, is really good this year and I just want to say as well I know you asked me about the World Cup but just to you know, comment on the game as well um, Fab Ricci on the uh, on D just doing a fantastic job yeah absolutely awesome and I think as well whilst yeah everyone's gelling they're coming together there's the, you know, there's a lot of free-flowing play some quality shots they're shooting for the, I think Willichka had an amazing chance to hit the, hit the post yeah. late on um, I still think that there's, there's stuff clicking like if you watch there's a couple of times where they reset and y- you can see that it's coming straight off the, 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 the training rink in terms of the plan the systems that they're playing this, this team it's not like my view is they're not peaking mm-hmm. they're not peaked they are on the way to where they're going and you know, I'm very excited about the second half of the season and the Christmas period. Well, I'm going to bring that to Chris Gatsby in a minute. That, that's really interesting. But, you know, I'll make a point that Coy Nielsen's got some selection problems because he's got people coming back into the lineup. But, but Fabrici and Jordan Kelso are looking and great back there. And I might get Dan's thought on that in a minute. But talked about, like, Panthers, Chris, you know, Ken said, are peaking and they've still got a peak to go. Do you now think they can be a match for not match up greatly against Sheffield this season there's a back to back is there evidence now that the Panthers can be a match for Sheffield over Christmas I think there is yeah and I think particularly on that game on the 27th where the arena if it hasn't already sold out there's only, basically a, has, yeah. there's only a handful of tickets left now I think if the arena gets behind the team on the 27th that's going to be a, a great game but I think as Ken says the team isn't at that top level yet and you know, I know I said it on the radio a few weeks ago is that you don't need to look at second place look at the eight point gap it currently is to Belfast chip away at that then chip away at fourth and third and keep going but as you said this team hasn't uh, hasn't peaked yet in my opinion and I think you know the way that they can interchange and can you said it again there particularly on the power play you can see set plays on the power play that Corey Nielsen's been working on in the week and you know you put out that tactics video in the uh, in the week as well and the depth that he's been going into is something that clearly every single player in that changing room is benefiting from yeah absolutely and, and Greener that, that question you know because of players coming back into the lineup Craig Moore certainly I don't think is going to be far away at all 
Hopkinson and Hazeldown obviously are back now. They were used sparingly tonight. You know, Ricci and, and Kelso look like they played there all the time. He's got to have to juggle something, so it's a good position for him to be in. Yeah, it's great. I think, you know, we've been down players most of the year, kind of on and off, so I think for once to actually have a full lineup will be great. Um, I think Kels is probably going to end up staying on D, if I'm honest. I think he's... Well, Kels or Ricci, which ones do you... Yeah, you know, well, I think, I think Ricci adds, you know, if you put him back up front, maybe on a lower line, he's more physical, he kind of brings that edge. And then I think Kels is, you know, could be the next really good young British Dean, and I, I think they'll keep him back there. You know, Fab maybe bounce back and forward, depending on other injuries. But, yeah, he's going to have some, uh, some tough decisions, but, you know, you don't really change winning chemistry at the moment, so I think he'll just stick with what he's got. We, we gave some love to Sophie earlier. Got to give some love to Ken. I, I te what day were we texting? Thursday? You couldn't walk? Oh, it's, it's Friday. Friday, was it? Friday yeah, night. Yeah, couldn't oh, walk on Friday. I need, I need some back. Dan, Dan yeah. Green massage. I, I've got bad back as well. I'm struggling today. Can for... you massage your own back? No, like, like, no, like, like, you can't. No, <laughs> no it's, not, it's not possible. He's just, just come up and one up to my problem. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, just, it was just weird that we both got the same thing. Tell me about yours more. Whose back is worse? Me too. Do you want to swap? I need more. When a masseuse has a bag back, would you just go to another masseuse? Another masseuse, yeah. Oh, I just talked to Ken about it but yeah, tell yeah, me about yeah, yours yeah. what happened yeah. oh, just you know I've got a bit of a, a weakness in the back mm. and a bit of a aggravated disc and I was do you know what it's always a stupid stupidest thing, thing. Yeah. defrosting a water pipe to do the water for the horses and I just leant over with the kettle and it's like someone shot me in the back I was that I was went I went there I so my, my, really bad, my, my last one a bit like that foam roller in my hand went to put it on the floor then over to put the foam roller on the floor next to it. Boom. Down, dirt nap, couldn't move. That's that was it. It. So before we finish the back like chat. Chick. I was like I was like one of those insects on the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dead bug. Yeah. Mates rates, mates rates. Absolutely, yeah, anytime. Yeah. There you go. Anytime. You I'm, I'm actually down at Laura Joe's clinic ah, tomorrow oh, morning okay. at nine o'clock. Oh, there you big, go. Yeah, big plug for Evolve Injury oh, Clinic. Yeah. Oh. So um, I'm hoping a bit of that acupuncture. Sure yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But get me back in the lineup. <laughs> Embarrassment of riches about where to go yeah, for this uh, yeah, yeah. For, for, for this uh, back rub massage. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Excellent. Well, there you go. Look, great fun. Uh, you know what? We're, we're finished here. I'm going to pop my head in the dressing room, see if anyone's just available uh, right, right close up. But uh, let's just have a look to see if there's anybody in there that we can have a, a quick chat to. But before we finish, and I'll pop my head in and, and have a look around. I think people are just... Uh, Still getting uh, changed. Oh yeah, quickly be just just before we finish. Very quickly, Matthew Gagion just on live on the podcast. What, what a way to get get you know get ready for the the busy period with a, a four point weekend. How good was that? Oh, easy peasy. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was. I mean you know joking aside, you, you've gone all the way to Scotland, tough game, and come all the way back. It, it must have taken a lot out of you. I mean it's pretty hard when you you riding the bus all night and you get home at five, go to bed at six. And you gotta wake up and go and grind another hockey game. It's not easy, but we we did it. Well, I mean that shows what it is. That there seems to be a real togetherness in this team that you you can do those things right now. Yeah, I mean uh, we're going the right way. That's important. We're getting better every game, and uh, I mean we're just keeping moving forward. Congrats, Gags. Thanks, Thanks very much. Thanks for talking to us on the podcast. Just thought I'd, I'd get the quick word with someone. So there you go, Matthew Gagnon joining us on the podcast. That's it for today uh, on the Panthers post game podcast. 
in association with Cyanomics. Actually, we'll just get a quick word with uh, Fabrici. Uh, Fabrici. Uh, Fab, uh, how was that? I've just been talking to a couple of the boys in the room, but, but how much confidence will the team get from a, a first four-point weekend of the season, do you think? Yeah, a lot of confidence. I think the boys are rolling, especially after the Challenge Cup wing um, against Belfast. You know, we rolled into Fife on the road. It's always a hard place to play, and we played really well, and then come here and, uh, you know, do it to them. Um, at home in front of the fans is always great. And just personally, how much are you enjoying D? If the, if the coach comes to, because it looks like to us, you've played there all your career. If the coach comes and says, I want you playing forward, you're going to go, no, 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 I want to stay on D. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll do whatever. You know, yeah. Corey, wherever he comes to me and says, I have to play, I'll play. You know, I trust him. I trust the process. But wherever the team has success, I'll definitely play. I feel great back there. I feel comfortable. I feel, you know, we're winning. We're successful. I'm doing whatever I have to do. So, uh, like I said, whatever benefits the team, um, I'm, I'm all for it. Brilliant. Thanks for joining us Thank on you. the podcast. That's it then. We will go now back with you maybe in midweek ahead of the game on Friday. So the next game is Friday against the clan and then of course that busy Christmas period. We should get time for a pre-game podcast in between times. Thanks for listening and we'll speak to you soon.